Hey, broken salespeople. So today I'm going to talk about shopping cart theory and how it relates to you as a salesperson. That's today on this episode of the Broken Salespeople Podcast. Hey there, broken salespeople. Uh, welcome to the workshop. My name is Red Staffstrom, and we are here to help you fix your broken sales skills. So the other day on Facebook, one of my friends posted something about shopping cart theory, and it got me thinking. For those of you guys who don't know, shopping cart theory is the idea that if you are a moral person, if you are a good person, you bring your, your shopping cart back to the little corral, that little piece, that corral made out of inch and a half aluminum pipe, that is the purest gauge of whether somebody is a good person. The reason is because there are no extrinsic motivators. There is no reward. There is no punishment. You don't get something in return for bringing your cart back. In fact, you lose something. You lose your time. You lose your energy. There is no motivation other than being kind to other people. So the idea behind, I believe it was a Reddit post where this was originally proposed, is that this is the purest gauge of whether somebody is a good person. But we have to take that a step further. Um, don't worry, I'll explain how this all relates to sales pretty soon. You could only be a good person if the infrastructure is actually there. Near me, there's a Lowe's, a Lowe's hardware store um, that I go to quite a bit. However, the corrals, the corrals that they have for the carts are non-existent on the back half of the lot. There's simply not any there. They have them in the very first spaces, basically the handicap spaces, but they don't have any towards the back. Now, I usually park towards the back just because that's what I do. I just park there. I'd rather take the extra steps than worry about having to back in and out. Just that much easier. But the qualifier doesn't change, does it? See, in order to be considered a good person based on shopping cart theory, I still have to bring my cart back. Even if the store itself doesn't bring the, doesn't have the infrastructure in place in order for me to be successful, i.e. a good person. Now, how do we judge salespeople? What makes a good salesperson. Now, if I asked this before explaining everything about sales cart theory, you'd probably jump to one predominant answer. Good salespeople are reflected in their commissions. Good salesperson collects a lot of commission. They make a lot of money. They sell a lot of product. But doesn't that matter based on the infrastructure that's in place? There are companies that have great commission plans. There are companies that have horrible commission plans. There are companies that do great marketing. There are companies that do horrible marketing. You could carry on from there. Great management, poor management, great tools, great software, great all of those things. And then you have people who are on the other end of the spectrum of all those things. If you have the infrastructure in place 
it's a lot easier to be a good salesperson. It's much easier for me to be a good person if the shopping cart corrals are abundant. If they aren't, is that on me or is that based on the system that's there? You need that infrastructure there. I sold cars for about four years, um, and I did pretty well doing it. I was very good at selling cars. I was good at the high-pressure style sale. Um, as much as I rally against it now, I was good at it then. Um, I was good at sitting down and forcing somebody to sign on the line that was dotted. I worked at three different dealerships. Um, the first two were Nissan dealerships, and the last one was a Dodge slash Ram dealership. This was after the split. It wasn't when Ram was purely for the commercial. It was a separate brand under the Chrysler logo, and then Dodge was purely like cars, uh, cars, trucks, SUVs, um, Durangos, Challengers, Chargers, those kinds of things. I'm willing to argue that I was a better salesperson at that Dodge dealership, despite making less commission. And the reason is because I was better able to relate to my customer. I'm a muscle car guy. I'm a Mopar guy. I own a Dodge truck. I am, I do construction. I work on cars. I do all of those different kinds of things. I've taken apart transmissions. That's easier then explaining what a CVT transmission is. For those of you guys who are car guys, um, for somebody who enjoys things built simply and running perfectly, um, the Dodge transmission makes more sense than the Nissan transmission. Not saying anything bad against either, although the Dodge isn't the best transmission in the world either. The Dodge transmission is easier for most people to understand than the CVT transmission is because it's a fairly newer technology. I was better at selling Dodges than I was at selling Nissans, but I sold more Nissans by a wide margin. See, the Dodge dealership maybe had a quarter of the foot traffic that my Nissan dealerships did. Um, my Nissan dealerships were much more popular. They had a lot more people coming in because the places I worked were constantly running marketing campaigns. They had an entire business development section in the back end that were focused on creating and bringing people in off of internet deals. We had a lot of that infrastructure in place. We had things to help me become a better salesperson. CRMs. I had CRMs with the Nissans, uh, the Nissan dealerships. I didn't have one at the Dodge dealership. All of those things helped make me a better salesperson when you look at the commissions. But I was better at selling Dodges because I was more confident as a salesperson. I was able to relate a lot better. All of those different things. So when you think about these things and when you think about judging salespeople, don't forget to look at the whole picture. Don't take a snapshot of commissions collected and judge whether they're good or bad. Judge them based on everything. Take this in mind when you're talking to new prospective hires or when you're trying to give yourself credit. What things can your company do better? What things do you need to step up on to help where your company lacks? If your company doesn't offer a CRM that's helping you, invest in one yourself. It'll pay off, I promise.
if the infrastructure isn't in place, build it yourself. That's the biggest thing. Yes, it might take you longer. But if you want to be a good salesperson, you need to make sure you put yourself in an area where you can have the most success because you're going to be judged based on commission regardless of extenuating circumstances. Make sure you're in an area where you can succeed, where the leads are coming to you, where you can do all the things that you need to do in order to be successful. I hope you guys enjoyed this. It's a little bit different than what I normally do. Um, please take the time, like, subscribe, review. All of those help the channel out quite a bit. Um, anything else you can do, if you want to reach out to me, you could go to brokensalespeople.com slash connect. Um, find me on all those platforms there. Um, once again, this is Red Staffstrom, hoping that until next time, you go fix yourself.